Well, it's 2017. And we still back here. Yeah, we still back we here. We made it. We made it. We're alive. <laughs> we're in one piece, kind of. And we are here to bring back some Mega Sheen for y'all for this year. The year of our Lord, Aurora Monroe. Also, the year of the rooster, uh, if you practice a Chinese, if you celebrate Chinese New Year. All right. <laughs> Basically, the year of the cock. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. <laughs> that, that can be taken in so many different ways, but we're not going to go there today. We're just going to talk about some stuff. So, how are you, Nick? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I had a, a decent, or somewhat decent, uh, Christmas and New Year's Eve. Um, just some relaxing, some food eating, and, you know, some drinking and sleeping. But, you know, with that, with the rehearsals and whatnot, you know, had to get on the stage and sparkle, nearly sparkle. All right. Um, but how about you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, had a good holiday. Had a very good New Year's, especially watching Mariah Carey. Can we talk about Mariah Carey for a second? Let's, t- let's talk about Mariah Carey. Okay, so, yes, that was the highlight. Because we were we were all chilling, and we were at my friend's place. We were chilling, you know, eating and laughing. And then Twitter just erupted about Mariah Carey. But we haven't seen it yet um, because we were waiting on it. I think, there, I think in, it was live in some spots, but not in other places. So we were waiting for the live version, but apparently everybody else saw it. We didn't see it because we were on the East the West Coast. So we pulled it up on YouTube, and so I watched it, and I was like, okay... It's time to put it to put it up. It's time to put it up. And I know there were stands. Mariah has some serious stands. They posted all her performances that she's ever done. Talk about you can't talk about the legend. Look at that. And I was like, yes, you can talk about the legend. Because you know what a legend is? A legend is like an urban <laughs> like an urban legend. It is like a myth. I, you know, I was sitting there like, okay, you supposed to be this diva, and you come up on the stage. First, you didn't, you wasn't even singing the simple song that wasn't even a minute. You had that pre-recorded. Got caught because we saw that you wasn't really singing it. Then got caught again because we realized that something I've always known. She sings in pieces, so she's always. She will sing some parts of it, and then when it gets to the high notes, it's always it's the pre-recorded track. And you can hear that because all the high notes were <laughs> in that track. Um, and I had a problem with all of that, because I'm like, here are these other people. You know, it was that young lady who sings that song, This Is My Fight Song, and one of those Jonas brothers was singing with his raggedy group. They, they were all singing live. I'm like, well, if they sing in live... Diva, right. should you be singing live? But you wasn't. You're trying to wear Beyonce's um, outfits and everything else, which always makes me laugh that she loves to wear these these outfits when she's singing these songs about Christmas and love. <laughs> but anyway, it's, <laughs> it's just interesting that I'm like sitting here like, okay, I don't know what's happening with you. If I feel like she's just being very lazy and we caught it. We saw what a lazy artist is because I don't know if you called it, but was it on NBC? Um, the person she doesn't know was performing too and was performing live, singing, hitting all her dance beats on point. Sounded pretty good, Miss Okay, Ms. now I'll take Mariah Carey back for a minute. Now, Mariah Carey has been singing for forever and she you can't deny her discography or her status as a diva i won't take that away i will not now once you get to that kind of level to me you can afford to have an attitude you could afford to you know somewhat half step on the dance floor so they say (laughs) but now if you know that you can't hit those notes anymore then at some point you got to say, okay, let me back away from those kind of songs or, you know, 
do a different, like a remix to it or, you yeah. know, something. Now, what I didn't like is that her production team went after uh, Dick Clark Productions. Yeah. Now, you, if you know, Dick Clark has been doing this forever, and they've not only done the New Year's Eve celebration, they've done other award shows, so their resume is nothing to, you know, they haven't been doing some little prom night or whatever. So they have they have the receipts. Yeah, this is at the BET Awards. <laughs> right. This this ain't this ain't the Source Awards. I know. Like, so at that point when they kind of just went in on them, then I was like, okay, girl, just chalk it up to, oh, there was some kind of malfunction or I didn't hear my cues or whatever. You didn't have to throw anybody under the bus. Mm-hmm. And as far as uh, her wearing a Beyonce's hand me downs. Um, <laughs> when you reach a certain level you can you can you know do something a little bit different but then you think about Shaka Khan you think about Patti LaBelle and Aretha they still come out here full voice ready to go yes they're a little bit older and you know they do change things around to match their voice now but they still still deliver and you saw that video of uh, Patti she was saying something she was saying somewhere I think it was at a church or something and like nothing was together. Yeah. She didn't have the right lyrics, and she was just like, "Like, how are you gonna put me up here and then make me look like I don't know what I'm doing?" Yeah. It was now in that instance, I would have had to go against Mariah Carey because if you claim that, uh, you know, Patty is an influence to you or whatever, that you should have your shit together. That's but, true. And she could have interacted with the audience. I mean, this was New Year's Eve, and everybody's there to have a good time. She's just like, They've been okay. there all day. <laughs> right. I've been here literally all day. Yeah, they've been there all day. They've been there all day. Wait for this damn uh, ball to drop, and you're going to give me, you know, a junior varsity style, little hip thrust and whatnot. And I'm like, okay, Mariah. Yeah, I was annoyed. I was annoyed that, and I was like, yeah, you know, Patty went through that it was she was singing this christmas but she sung through it and what somebody was saying here's a couple of things with, with mariah that kind of bothered me first of all these are songs that you wrote so you should have kind of known the words or know when you know if you've sung a song long enough you can just kind of just sing it and right. go ahead and just sing it you she wrote these songs so she should know these and it's funny the dancers seem to know the beat they were on point with the music, so I'm like, if the dancers could do this, why couldn't you? Or why couldn't you like look at the dancers like, okay, I know the steps, because you know Beyonce knows the steps as well as you know when to sing and everything else. I, you were called even even the musical that I'm in. We know like as the ensemble or whatever, we know how to hit our marks, and you know mm-hmm. if the principals are doing a certain a number we know how to get out of their way and whatnot mm-hmm. so it's almost to the fact that it's not an excuse to say that oh i didn't hear my cue or whatever like girl you were just being lazy and got caught that's what it just comes down to but you know she's still a legend i guess but but I will say that um, Jennifer Lopez stole that crown quick that night because again we turned. If you did, if you, if anybody caught it, if you, we watched it, I was like, okay, that is a performance. And yes, she is not the strongest singer, but she still sung live and still did all these beats. Even I'll give Jennifer the fact that she did that song Louboutin, and it was the American Music Awards, and she fell, jumped right back up as if nothing happened. <laughs> like uh-huh. I will give Jennifer 
her cue. Like, she knows how to put on a show, and she knows how to be completely professional. So, you may not know her, but apparently, we knew that you messed up that night. So, I mean, I... It was, I, you wouldn't have told me if this was happening, what, January or December 29th, that Jennifer Lopez would have a better night vocally yeah. than Mariah Carey. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, but she now knows better now. You know, she'll get it together. Well, whatever. I I, I wouldn't see Mariah. Li- I have never seen her live. I wouldn't want to. But, you know, we, we always have that first album. I'll just leave it at that. You know, I, speaking of seeing people live, there's a certain, I don't know, uh, like Beyonce, I, w- I still want to see live. Yeah. But there's about some people that you really don't want to see. Otherwise, they kind of, if you have this image of them and that image is not what they put on the stage, yeah. then like you're disappointed. So there's a lot of people that I like that are good in a studio. Mm-hmm. But if you put them on a stage, they fall apart. Yeah. And that, I, I, there's a lot of people I wouldn't want to see yeah. live. Like I like I've seen Patty three times and it's always good. I've seen Janet. I've seen uh, Beyonce. I don't want to see Madonna because I saw the God. I saw that horrible Rebel tour or Rebel whatever that mess is. It was on Showtime and I saw that concert on there and I was like I wouldn't pay for this. Like I was like this is boring. She looks boring. No. And I would not see Mariah. I would not see. I might see Tin. I can't say her name. Tinashe. 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 <laughs> I might see her for some reason. I don't know. I, um, Janet Limp sings most of hers, but I would still go see Janet again. So. Well, I was going to go see Janet, but she canceled, and then they didn't uh, reschedule her performance here. Mm-hmm. Um, Janet could just put on iTunes. <laughs> or like a boombox yeah. and hit that Rhythm Nation choreography and I will get my life. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right, well, let's just get on into the tea because we, we just, we already had a little bit. We had some, we had a little primer there. We had a little bit of alcohol in this one, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go ahead and get into Aunt May's tea. And what do we have? We have, we have like, it seems to be just a DC comic heavy um, table right now, but we'll get through it. Let's see. Just because it's heavy don't mean it's good. That's true, too. <laughs> so we got Constantine. So if y'all remember, Constantine was a TV series that was actually, I think it was on NBC, and then it got canceled. And Constantine is um, DC's kind of, this their Doctor Strange in some form or fashion. Um, he's bisexual, he's British, um, and he, you know, helps them solve some issues when it comes to supernatural stuff. Anyway, had a TV series, got canceled, but they're bringing it back as an animated series for CW Seed. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I guess this is okay. I would imagine that if uh, Constantine was an actual live action show on the CW that it would have some kind of crossover with Supernatural which is still going on uh, which is I mean as much as Jared and what's the other guy's name Uh, Uh, I don't know they both cute so yeah as cute as they are I'm like what else is there to talk about I know yeah what else can y'all if y'all haven't solved heaven and hell at this point then y'all just need to quit I, I stopped watching when it got really weird like i was like okay so this is too crazy and also throwing castiel with his cute self <laughs> but anyway <laughs> i i i guess it's a, an okay move if it's going to be as short as vixen was it is it's going to be like okay. 10 minutes it's going to be five five or six 10 minute episodes um and it will go the same route as vixen and the in their newest justice league version as well uh, I might give it a try if I yeah. ever get back to having cable, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of it when it was on NBC. Mm-hmm. Or no, I take that back. I didn't watch it <laughs> when it was on NBC. Yeah. Uh, so it was cute. Cool. 
Yeah, it was it was a cute it was a cute show. I, I feel like it needed to probably be like a FX. I feel like when you really want a good show, I'm not sure if you can do it on ABC, CBS, NBCs. I feel like you have to do it on cable. And that's sad, but it just feels like if we're gonna if you're gonna do a show Especially something that's super that's dealing with magic and mysticism. And I think it can only be done well on cable. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there a movie with I want to say Keanu Reeves? Yeah, I Not liked it. it. Like there was mixed reviews on it. I actually liked it. Yeah, I liked I it. I vaguely remember that movie. Like I know I watched it, but I guess it was so long ago mm-hmm. that I don't remember if I liked it or not. Funny fact, Tilda Swinton was kind of the evil angel. She's always in something mystic. <laughs> she stay in, the, in some mystic roles, I swear. But yeah, she was, she was, uh, I can't remember. She was Gabriel? She was somebody. Was she Asian in that one too? No, she was just a rogue angel. <laughs> oh, I can't deal with her right now. As much as I like her fashion flexible sense, I just... Mm-hmm. I can't deal with her right now. True, but she kind of did get Margaret together. But uh, but you know that's another conversation. But <laughs> <laughs> you know I I I appreciate Tilda. I say that much. I, t- I appreciate her. Uh, let's see. Um, but what else we got going on? We got Vivica, Vivica A. Fox and her um, candy shop strip show that she had, and she got in some heat recently because she said that she wouldn't really have gays at her um strip club and they asked i think it was she was talking on the breakfast club and she um they asked her will gay men be there she said hell no and then people got mad about that and you know kind of said are you being kind of you know anti-gay and blah 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 and then she released uh and then i I guess one of her co-workers or somebody kind of walked away from it too um, but she issued an apology, I guess, today, saying that, you know, that's not her intent. I personally didn't, I didn't really have a problem. I, I, I didn't have a problem with what she said. Right. Um, just because I feel like when it comes, like, you know, Chippendales and all that, that's never really been a place that we went or we could go. Like, it was always a women-only event, and I guess that's what she was doing for women of color was doing the same thing. So I didn't really think twice about it. Um, she said it's for the ladies. And I was like, okay, because to me personally, gay bars to me are blueprinted from strip clubs. I mean, if you think about it, we had uh-huh. all the alcohol, all that music playing, the go-go dancers. I mean, it, and hell, it may as well be the champagne room in some places. I know in Miami, you can get, you can get a champagne room treatment <laughs> I'm not gonna speak on who paid for that or what happened, but I I'll just say you can get that stuff. I know that for a fact. So therefore, I don't. I didn't really see the big hoopla, but I understand why people may get offended. But I I I really didn't. I don't. I'm not offended because gay people can't go to her club or whatever. Uh, somebody on Twitter, I think it was uh, Patty LaHale. Uh, she said that since these clubs are generally like ladies' nights mm-hmm. or bachelorette parties or something of those nature, then you wouldn't necessarily find a guy, a guy in there anyway, anybody that's not working. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand the big hoopla it is that since she said no gays are allowed, then that's some kind of form of discrimination. Yeah. I, you know, I, it's... I think we're trying to get... Well, so not us, personally. But people are trying to get mad over something that doesn't really need to warrant any kind of emotion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't think there was a big deal, and I was like, wait a minute, weren't we just complaining about having women in our bars and taking over our bars? Mm-hmm. We don't want them to have their, you know, their bridal shower and their bridal parties there. So I'm like, one minute we talking about how we don't want them in our in our spaces, but now we're trying to get in everybody else's spaces and mad. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, we need to understand that yes, if women want to have they, you know, their night where they can be, you know, clownish and want to touch on some men, that's fine. We have gay bars. We have that. And access all the time, so I don't feel like we we didn't lose nothing. <laughs> so right. we didn't lose anything. 
and it's not like dick is a <laughs> a, a rare commodity. I know. You know, it's like, come on now, if you want to see some dick, just get on Grinder. And also, yeah, her her show is going to major cities, and in major cities, there are gay neighborhoods that is just crawling with dicks. So I don't know why they get. I didn't. Yeah, I was, was like, y'all, this is it's a non-issue. It's really not that deep. I I, I literally saw the headline and said, okay, so what am I going to have for lunch? Because <laughs> it really wasn't that big of a deal. It's not. It's not. And we have, like I said, we have plenty. There's plenty for us, and we're not lacking in go-go dancers. We're not lacking in none of that. And damn, Instagram is basically our strip club. So, you know, please, because some of y'all be showing out. Especially where you are in West Hollywood. I know. know. Especially when it gets hot, that's all they wear is jock straps on the street. See, y'all doing too much. (laughs) They do way too much. Way too much. So I'm telling y'all, for those who don't know anything about WeHo, it is overly lit it's an inferno so i'm just saying we 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 good we don't we don't need more we have enough right <laughs> so for some uh some more some cw news again they have renewed all of their dc comic based mm. dramas so that includes supergirl arrow the flash i'm guessing uh legends of tomorrow um who else is on there uh, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all of them, right? Uh, well, honestly. They all the same to me. <laughs> they had like a big crossover they or did. something. And that, like, mm-hmm. I actually, I've only watched about three episodes of Arrow, mm-hmm. two episodes of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, and one episode of Flash. So I really can't say if this is a good or bad thing. Um, I know some people out there like it. I know some people have had a problems with a Flash mm-hmm. here recently because they think that he kind of fucked everything up. Yeah. Um, Supergirl was, I've heard, was really good. Um, I, I'm going to check it out. It's just, you know, the backlog on shit to watch is just unreal. <laughs> and those are not on my priority list. Yeah. Um, Supergirl was good in the beginning. It's 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 so slow right now. Um, I can care less for Arrow, and I really don't give a damn about Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I feel like those, if they was going to let something go, it should have been those two and Supernatural. But um, they, I don't see, Arrow is kind of like, you. what else can y'all do? I mean, whatever. And then Legends of Tomorrow is just, that's just basically a boo you best or whatever. It's just like a gumbo of, Wherever you got in the refrigerator that is put in that. So I didn't like how they casted uh Hawk Girl. She was very uh, whenever I think of Hawk Girl, I think of the Hawk Girl from the Justice League cartoon. Yeah. She was a badass. Mm-hmm. And the one that they casted was like Girl, what did what? Like uh, They were annoying. Just, Her and and Hawkman was just annoying. I'm like, shut up. Like do something. Go back in time. And supposedly they were Egyptian and he was white and I was like okay so I know this is a big pile of bullshit right here that y'all trying to feed me mm-hmm. I was like okay and, and I can't yeah. It, yeah. I can't and she was of color but still it was just like okay I whatever so I you know if they if they decided to let that show go even with cute Brandon Ruth which I always always feel a little sorry for because I think he always got shafted after the Superman stuff um I just think it's time for that show to give it one more season and let it go. Put that on right. put that on CW seed. How about that? And make and give us a vixen show. But I don't want I don't want um high yellow vixen. I, I kinda want I want a black tar baby vixen. <laughs> you said a tar baby. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, no shade to her. I mean, she's she's great and she's cute and all, but I, you know, this whole light skinness of things. I and hell, I'm speaking. I am a light skinned person, which I was just called evil because apparently having light eyes and being light skinned is just. <laughs> I have f boy status. That's what it was. I said some guy told me that I, I'm perfect s f boy status because of having light eyes and being light skinned. I was like, okay. What is this? The eighties? This I ain't guess. school days. I know. Well, 
I guess Gosh. I'm a wannabe. But anyway, <laughs> back to the point. Um, yeah, I, I would like it if, you know, if they're going to bring these shows back, great. But kind of give us a story. Because, you know, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is really picking up with some stories. And like that one, that one show, to me, is killing those. So... Just saying, y'all gotta get it together. Especially when you also got the Netflix shows that Marvel be throwing out. Y'all, I mean, come on, y'all got to do something with the storytelling, you know, whatever. But oh, yeah, they gotta step it up. They have got to step it up. I know, cause I'm tired of it. <laughs> and I might, well, actually, I will turn into uh, Supergirl, um, especially to see Tyler. Uh, I forgot his last name. Uh, the Superman. Oh, yes. well, they don't have any plans to bring him back right now. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they showed up because, you know, there were talks. You know, people were like wondering would they do a spinoff show about him. And then they said no. And then they said any other plans for him to be on the show. And they said no. I was like, well. Oh. It's like, well. Because well, he's got a future behind him. I know. Basically, it was like they touched us in the morning and then just walked away. That's what it basically is what right. they did. I'm like, okay. I was like, well, that's that was kind of sad to hear. But they said your Uber is waiting downstairs. I guess so. Well, he 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 is blessed in so many ways. So he will be. We'll see him again on something. Mm-hmm. So that, so what else do we have on Mace T? Let's see. Well, Mad versus Sad has been nominated I think eight times at the Razzies and for those who don't know about the Razzies that's basically celebrating the worst movies <laughs> and so apparently they have eight nominations <laughs> well, for that. <laughs> they deserve the it yep. another uh, uh, comic movie that was nominated for Razzies was Catwoman which yeah. rightfully deserved it yeah, and you know, I, the casting was great because Hallie could have killed it if they would have let somebody who gave a damn. You think I think about it? She could she would have probably done a good job if it had a good writer behind it. Right. Yeah, I don't. And then I didn't like how they had her moving around like a little. She didn't move around like a cat. She no. moved around like a uh, like a spider almost. I'm yeah. like, girl, will you? The CGI on that was terrible. Right. And Sharon Stone, Sharon Stone was the bad, the villain. Yes. Yeah, she was a good villain. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They could have, they could have been done really good if they would have. Mm, you know, peace out to Catwoman because I was, I, I remember being so excited about Catwoman. I was really excited. I really was. I'm not gonna lie. Because when she did that, um, it was something for Oprah, and she the first time we saw her in costume was on Oprah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and she, had the, uh, she demonstrated her whip yeah. Uh, practice. Yeah, I remember that. And I was all excited, like, oh, we're going to get this. I didn't like the, the high heel open toe shoes, but I was like, okay. Okay. That was, yeah. Hopefully we'll, we'll get some kind of vindication. <laughs> Maybe. But I doubt it. Um, let's see. But on some good news, though, the Unstoppable Unstoppable Wasp, um, which is a new comic in Marvel, where we have now the daughter of Henry Pym, who is Ant-Man, and not the daughter of Jane, who is was no, who we know as Wasp. A new Wasp is here, he, and she is his daughter. But that's not really the story we want to tell. We want to tell the story of the fact that um, there are four women of color that will be introduced in this comic. Um, we have two Puerto Ricans, one um, Indian, and one black girl. So it's going to be neat. We have Tatiana and Alexis Miranda. Um, they're both Puerto Rican. They're from Washington Heights. We have La Shayla Smith. <laughs> I, was, I laughed when I saw that name, La Shayla. <laughs> La Shayla or Shay, who is one of the smartest girls. She's a physicist. And these are teens. These are not like grown women. These are teens. And then we have Priya. Priya's a second generation Indian American coming from Queens. And she specializes in botany and biology. And these young girls will be featured in this comic, which is really neat because, again, it's showing uh, Marvel's really doing well with having young women of color, um, you know, being smart, being, you know, a big part of the series. 
of, of the uh, overall Marvel series of things. So I was happy to see that. And they look really cute if you, if you haven't seen the pictures of them. They all look really cute. Yeah, that's good. Um, who is the author? Who is the author? I have to look at that. But um, it is... I know it's pretty good. I know it's a trusted author. I know it's people. It's it's people that a lot of people were excited about. So, you know, I'm I'm looking. I'm gonna check it out. I did see the comic, and I'm going to pick it up. I didn't pick it up this week, but I'll pick it up again. Um, it's Jeremy Whitley is the writer, so I'm going to check it out because some people said it's it was really good. It looks really fun. And it does look. I did look it over. It looks really fun. So we'll see what this new wasp will be about. I like that we are kind of getting a new younger batch of people because you know you think about the generations to come. Um, this generation of Marvel people are very diverse, and so that's kind of a neat thing to see. So I'm I might check it out. I might you know see more as we get more of these characters involved. Yeah, that's good. That's it's always good to see women of color represented in comics and you know all that yeah that's really good it's also good we have more queer characters too so i know you got some news about some queer characters popping up yeah so everybody knows that young justice is coming Mm -hmm. young justice season three is coming so it was announced or not so much announced but the uh, creators of Young Justice alluded to the fact that there will be uh, uh, queer characters introduced. Mm. So, not just introduced, but they are part of the main group. So, they didn't say any as far as who, but they let it be known that it's like, yes, there are there are queer characters in Young Justice. So, mm. as far as who would be that, I would make a stab at it and probably say I would probably say Robin is. It could be, or it could be, I know the, the Aqua Boy, it's not his name, Aqua Boy, but um, I know his character has been revealed to be um, mm-hmm. uh, queer, so it could be him, or it could be, it's not it's not Tigris. I I can't remember. It was like one. Of the, I can't remember that character. It could be Tigris. Yeah, Tigris. It could be her. It, yeah, it could be. Um, cause I know it couldn't be Superboy or uh, oh my gosh, Megan, because they were kind of a couple. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be Artemis because her and Flash were a couple. So yeah, at least there's some kind of representation there, yeah. which is. It's really good, and it's even better when it's in a show geared towards young kids. Because we see that it was uh, Steven Universe. Yeah. That, that they, uh, as bright and happy as that is aesthetically, they deal with some major shit. Yeah. So it's, I'm I'm already ready for that season to drop. So if they would can just, like, hurry it up, I would be internally grateful. <laughs> and speaking of more news so it was i don't want to say it was announced because there's still it hasn't been specifically confirmed Mm -hmm. but uh here recently sterling brown who he was uh nominated for golden globe for people versus oj he was cast in black panther so he did an interview and basically alluded to the fact that felicia rashad joined the cast of black panther so, I mean, I already knew that they had some tricks up their sleeve. They was not finished with this casting, even though production and filming started this month. I still feel that there's going to be some more casting news that is, has yet to been dropped. But already, you know, this is... People are already wanting this movie now, and it still it doesn't come out until next year. Yeah. Like, I... There's no words because mm-hmm. of the amount of people who want this movie. Yes, and we are so. I mean, I'm ready to throw all the coins. I'm 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 going to the theater with a blanket, and I'm going to be sitting there as if I'm in my own living room giggling at the TV. So I'm going to be ready to go if the, if it comes out to be completely true. It seems like it's going to be 
that Felicia's in this. I'm like, who are you going to be? And what do we need to do? And then who do we need to talk to in the Academy to make sure that y'all get nominated? You know, it's just all these things that I'm just already excited for. And if she's in this movie, oh my God. It's already become like the blackest movie I have ever seen in my life. Yes. Like, I, I don't even know who is who that is white or somebody who is not black in the movie. It may be, I think it's that one, <laughs> Claw. I think Claw is the only <laughs> one. <laughs> Claw. And Bucky. Bucky's supposed to be in it. Okay, Bucky. Well, he can Bucky be. gets a pass. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, like, I, yeah, please. One of my fears is that they've put so much into casting that they've, almost shot herself in the foot as to like the movie has to be good like mm-hmm. script writing and all that jazz mm-hmm. so that's one of my fears but i'm trying not to manifest that into the universe because mm-hmm. i have faith in the screenwriters to have faith in the director mm-hmm. ryan coogler so just go ahead and come out that's what all i'm trying to say just go ahead and come out so we can all you know go to the cookout because mm-hmm. i'm gonna be black as fuck in this damn theater. Yeah, and I mean, and I and I get that, you know, we wanted to succeed so much. It's that small thing, like, but what? But what if it's a mess? Because you know what happens? Like, we already had these movies that have all these great casts and all that stuff, and it, and it fails. And it's usually a lot of these white movies. But you know, it's they just kind of like fall apart. Like, you know, you think about how it was supposed to be a good X-Men movie with the X-Men apocalypse and that was trash and how um, hell, you know, Batman vs. Superman supposed to have been good and that was trash. It's just, we're we're so excited that, you know, it, it is that, that, that backlog fear, I like to say, it's that backlog fear. But, you know, I think they know what they're doing. They 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 know that there's a lot of weight on their shoulders with this movie. They know that, and I think they're gonna really you know take heed of that. I think with all the experience, with all the actors they have in this movie, they're gonna you know you know provide what they need to make it successful, and it's gonna be great. I mean, I feel like we're going to be just just amazed for years to come when this movie comes out. Uh yeah, I I can't say enough about this movie that. It just it just needs to come out already. Mm-hmm. And then you know we need to have a couple of nude shots and all that stuff. But you know we, we that's fine too. You know, you know showering in the in in the pool of forgotten tears. You know wherever they at in Wakanda, they can always you know make sure those scenes are put in there too, or in or in the in the in special <laughs> scenes that we can order. <laughs> right. <laughs> so do we have anything more for Aunt Mace T? I know we're kind of getting low here. No, I think that is it. I think that's all of the crazy news for now. But um, yeah, that was pretty much all we had in the already in the beginning of the year. We got a lot to come, so that's all we have right now. We could put the the cups back in the in the drawer now. Okay, <laughs> in the cupboard. In the cupboard. <laughs> Clean them up and put them back. But now right. we're going to get into our king size issue, where we are going to kind of talk about the fact that. We are in 2007, and it is going to be a crazy year, but what are we doing to prepare for it? What are we doing to be ready for it? Because we don't, it's a difference. We spent eight years not really thinking, you know, like, oh my God, this year. But right now we are basically going, oh my God, this year. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of say like what, we, what we're doing to prepare for it. And, you know, even if we need to like take some, some moments we just want to talk about what we are doing to prepare for it and how we're going to prepare for it so i don't know if you wanted to start uh yeah i can start uh i feel that i'm still gonna be the same black gay ass guy that was the same in 2016 Mm -hmm. you know as shitty as 2016 was um i feel that 2017 will be like a banner year for Mm -hmm people of color, uh, especially queer people of color, mm-hmm. um, women, and especially black women, I think there's, whenever people are really facing un- an uncertainty when it comes to like a, the political climate, that that's when the best art and 
terms of music, in terms of creatives, like they come up. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw that last year with music, especially music with uh, a seat at the table, with you know all the other great music that was released. So I feel that t- 2017 will build on that. And, you know, especially, I know, given the fact that this orange motherfucker is about to take office, we can't let that kind of drag us down. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people, a lot of these idiots that thought that uh, Obamacare and the ACA weren't, weren't the same thing, you know, <laughs> was it's like, really? I'll... You didn't have Google? Like, uh, they're paying attention the past few years, like not even the past eight, just the past couple of years. Um, they're already a lost cause. So I feel that a lot of people are going to turn to, uh, the arts, like music, like dance, like, uh, podcasting, like comics, video games, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing to get them through the bullshit that is going to come our way because you know it's going to come. Yeah. Uh, we already saw it here uh, today in the Senate. W- were they the Senate hearings or those the, nomination hearings? Yeah, it was just his nomination hearing. Which was that racist yeah, that had the Klan. And I'm like, girl, are you serious? And then he had the audacity to read that some typed up script that, oh, the Klan are bad and I don't like them. I'm like, okay, girl, you had to type that up to say that but anyway that's here nor there he also said that he would have joined the clan if they wasn't smoking weed he said that many 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 years ago but that's something that he did say so oh <laughs> he looks like a fossil like a he, old he, he looks oh. he looks like um professor xavier's sister he does look like cassandra he looks <laughs> he looks uh, i saw him there he didn't know he didn't know about the discrimination towards us as LGBT people, I'm like, girl, you just told like you're lying right now. And oh, if you're sitting here lying, because you've been doing everything you can to keep us from having certain laws, but you don't know that we have discrimination. Okay. <laughs> he can just go jump off a bridge for all I care. He can. Um, but for me personally, I'm going to still, you know, continue my therapy. Um, try not to get in my own way as far as success, mm-hmm. as far as, um, self-doubt mm-hmm. and also allow myself to love and to be loved because I think that is very important I think that's important too I think just jumping back on some of the things you're saying that getting our own way we can be myopic people we can be so caught up in us you know of our selfies and what we're posting and everything else that sometimes we we just forget how to be like, you know what? It's not about me today. It's about others. And yeah, I've seen this a couple of times on Twitter or what have you. But, you know, yes, promote yourself. Get yourself out there. But also promote other people. What I think what really helps is the fact that we do uplift other people. Because um, when you do that, it comes back to you. And I think that you have to get out of your own way to see that. Um, and by doing that, that uh, it, it things come. Not when you want it, but it does come. So I do hope that you know people do get out of their own way i know i have to get out of my own way of things and that's something i'm working on too and i love that you mentioned therapy because i think that that's very important for people to do it is okay to go talk to someone it is okay to just let all that out a lot of the things that you are going through a lot of us may be going through it too and and i think it's nice to just to voice that but also just let it out talk about why you so petty talk about why you so hateful and resentful it's good to get all that stuff out and it's good for somebody to call you to question on it so you know y'all if you need to go to therapy hell i might go because i've been sitting here thinking about it myself um i told my friend i was like i think i need to go to therapy i just think i just need to go to go um i think therapy is good like especially being a queer person of color, we mm-hmm. deal with so much bullshit on a regular basis that mm-hmm. just to get it out to somebody who doesn't have like a stake in it or yeah. somebody who can look at it objectively mm-hmm. can give like an opinion, a, a valid opinion mm-hmm. to what you're going through. 
because it's all right to be checked. I feel like that sometimes we need to be checked. Like somebody needs to be like, bitch, <laughs> like, right. do you right. hear what you exactly. just said? Like, do you know what you just did? Like, I think that's good. I think that's what therapy does. It's like, let's, let, let's, let's look at what you said and why you said it. I, I think that's very good because sometimes we, we in our own head so much that we don't really see what there's an issue with what you just did and said. It's uh, that whole ego thing. Like, yeah. oh, I know what I'm doing. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody going to read me. Ain't nobody going to check me. So, you know, at one point, at some time, you have to let that person go or let that voice stop talking for a second or not even pay attention to them mm-hmm. and realize that you don't know it all. Yeah. And that's okay. That's it is. Okay. It is it's more than okay. It's, you know, it's human nature. Yeah. I also, I also like, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That's why I also like that you said that we need to, you know, love our, like love ourselves and, and, and accept it and, and know how to be loved. Um, I think that's something that we all struggle with because we don't, we want it so bad. We want to be loved so bad, but I don't think we know how to, so I don't think we know how to properly accept it. I don't also think we know how to properly give it back because we're so busy trying to get it. It's like, oh, you gave me love. Great. Okay, I'll I'll give you some too. Like, you know, it's like, I think we need to know that. But I also think we need to know how to love ourselves when others are not loving us. And I think that that's that's a hard one to do. But I think that's something I've learned that I had to do. You know, you have to learn to love yourself. You have to learn to respect yourself. Because when you respect yourself, you don't take a lot of bullcrap from others. You're able to call it. And it's tough. Because, you know, I think about for me, I was in a relationship uh, for many years and I stayed in it because I was being I want I like the convenience. But at, but the real deal was I wasn't in love. And if I was if I love myself enough to know, I would have loved myself enough to, be, to set us both free. You know, it was kind of in that situation. Where I was like, I should have cared enough about the other person and myself to set us both free. And so yeah. I think that that's a that's a part that I will always regret that I wish that I knew myself and loved myself enough to set our to set us both free to not keep us into something because it was just convenient. And I think that's when you start understanding those things about yourself and you start respecting and loving yourself, you start opening the door to better possibilities and more possibilities. But you also realize what is best for you, I believe. So I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because that's something that I think we got to start doing. And it's never too late. It's never too late to do that. But I also think that we have to be ready to do that. And it's not easy. <laughs> so It isn't. It, it really isn't because, you know, you get to that point where you have to let somebody go. And, you know, you just you really don't want to. And, you know, you're afraid of the unknown. Mm-hmm. So... But you gotta yeah, do it. Yeah, it is tough. Yeah. But I'm glad that, you know, when you begin that journey, you start realizing, like, there's a lot of things I need to let go. And a lot of it you hold on to is because of fear, but also because you don't, it's also the lack of belief in yourself. And I think when you begin to process that and begin your journey in believing yourself and loving yourself, things just come a little bit more clear. And it's weird because you find yourself like, really? I was all really me caught up what it's like it it's that weird eye opener it's like wow wow yeah so yeah i yeah wow <laughs> oh it got deep shit yeah, i know i wasn't <laughs> trying to even do all this all um, right so let's jump back to uh you know nerd land and as far as what's coming out this year what are you looking forward to i'm looking for <laughs> i'm looking for you know of course wonder woman I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to... I think Spider-Man's coming out too, right? Okay. Yes. Looking forward to that. Um, looking forward for the, ne- the next seasons of um, Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Um, how I'm preparing for all these things is, you know, I'm, I'm keeping hope at the forefront. That is something that is going to help me, you know, you know, get ready for all the good things that are going to happen. Because I think then if you're not really feeling that hope, you won't be able to enjoy all those good things. And so with those shows coming out and all that stuff, and also some some great work that's coming out from, 
you know, a lot of writers and creators. I'm excited for that, and I'm really happy for that. Um, I'm taking this opportunity to, as you were saying, as artists, you know, or creators, you know, in a time like this, we become a little bit stronger in what we're doing. I'm taking this opportunity as much to, to really reach down in myself and really push the creative side of me out more. So, of course, I'm going to be working on I'm working on the next book for Strange Lore, um, which is tough because it's like, wow, I wrote one. <laughs> now they write another one. Right. Um, but I'm using that energy to do that. And, and that that hope of knowing that this can be done um, is helping me really get through it. I mean, I already got nine pages written. I mean, you, I mean, that's not a lot, but just to have something written is great. Because the outline is done. It's just now writing the comic pages. Um, and then soon to get ready to, you know, find the artist to do this again. But um, I'm using this opportunity to really push, use hope as a way of getting things done and fighting for the, fighting the good fight. Um, there's going to be a lot of activism and it's empowered me to want to write more articles. I used to write articles for those of you who didn't know. I used to write um, different things for different places. And so I'm writing again just because of this. And I think that's that's what I like about this energy right now is it's making me more creative. It's making me more active. It's making me really challenge myself more. So I'm excited for that. And with the geeky things, uh, that's going to help because it's, it's only going to inspire me, you know, to do more and to be more into the public. You know, we got Comic-Con, we got WonderCon, we got all these cons coming up. And the energy that we will get from each other is going to be great too. So I'm excited just to be a part of the cons and to see familiar faces again, you know, to see Jamie Rodnax and to see some of the other people that I've met at Comic-Con. And I know you're going to be going to cons too in the Southern area. So you'll be meeting some other people too. Um, yes. And, you know, even Megasheen is, is exciting for me. That's, that's kind of my light too, because it's like we can, we hit a good high point within the, in, within the months we've been out, six, seven months we've been out. We can only go further, and it's just exciting to know that how I'm preparing for this, for this year, is really making sure that we are still out there for the people. Exactly. I know for me, on the geeky side, um, I'm definitely looking forward to Wonder Woman, uh, Spider-Man, Homecoming, a few games, uh, like, uh, uh, oh my god, what is it? Horizon, Zero Dawn. Um, I'm also looking to that movie, Get Out. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that's coming out on Black History Month. <laughs> of course it will come out Black History Month. I see <laughs> the jig, and the jig is up. Um, but that looks scary, and that is a fear that black folks have. But, you know, we might have to do a a whole episode about that movie when it, come, when it drops. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the cons. I'm trying to go to... Uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to the con here uh, in Kentucky. Um, so, if there's some sort of way that I can get to San Diego's con, you know, come hell or high water, I could go out there. But I'm just, as far as creative, I'm definitely looking forward to the trajectory Mechachine is going on. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking at, you know, possibility of starting a blog mm-hmm. and you know, different playlists, because I do do um, Porter's picks. Yeah, I saw that. A song of the day. So I'm like, well, why not? And so that makes me delve deeper into music. Um, I'm also, since I've been in this musical, I'm getting like an actor's bug. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to audition for the next play or take dance classes or do acting classes. So it's, it's interesting that all of this is manifesting. I'm still trying to build up on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to shoot my shot too early, mm-hmm. but I don't want to shoot my shot too late, you know? Yeah. And and that's what I like about the fact that we've been, we had all this, this dread. Cause I'm like, I'm taking this dread and I'm going to push it towards everything possible, you know, positive and everything to really make things happen. Even if some things don't go the way I want it, it's going to still happen. And that's the thing I want to look back and say, I did these things. <laughs> I was able to do it. It's the same as we were talking about Halle Berry earlier. She could look back and say, yeah, it didn't work, but I did it though. 
I gave you the, I gave you a black superhero woman, uh, villain, whatever. I did I did both. Hell, I played one in one place and one in the other. I want to be able to do that. You know, like look back and say, even though this probably didn't go the way this way or that way or whatever, or or this, you know, ex, ex, you know, exceeded my my wildest imagination. I can look back and say I did that. I did all of that. Exactly. So that's why I'm thinking this year. This year is not going to be me like, oh, my God, we're going to die. I'm like, ah. I mean, we, we that might happen. <laughs> but we still, I'm going to go out. I want to go out with a bang. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm getting things out there. I'm making sure that we, we get Mega Sheen to a point that you cannot deny who we are. I, I, can't, I, I can't wait to really get, you know, more of my pages out there because I love the fact that People are really enjoying Strange Lore. I love that so much because, again, we're told, you know, certain people are told that, you know, this ain't going to work. But I'm seeing it as working, and that's really, really, really inspiring. And also, again, the people that we're meeting, you know, on social media, it's just really, really inspiring, too. Just as, just the fact that we get to soon meet these people or we interact with these people on a regular basis. Going to social media is, it can be a mess, but it's also like going over somebody's house. You know, it's like we're going over somebody's house. It may be a mess today, but we're all in good company <laughs> and that type of thing. So I look at this year as like, I'm I'm preparing myself for the great things, but I'm also preparing myself for things, for some setbacks, but I'm using the energy of all of it to just push me forward, just to try to wrap it up and make it make sense. I'm using all the energy to move forward because we have a lot to be thankful for, but we also have a lot that we have to do. And life does not, our lives doesn't end because we didn't get the person we want in office. Our lives are basically beginning because now this is going to be where we get to see who we are. Um, what's her name said this? Um, Elizabeth. Oh, Warren. No, the star. Well, she's Taylor. Yeah, Elizabeth Taylor said, "Now's the time for guts and guile," and it is, and it is time for us to really get out there and show everybody our guts and our guile and make things happen. So, I'm not gonna be depressed. I mean, I'll be sad at some time during you know this year, but it's gonna. But I have to turn it around because as a people, we also know how to deal deal with those type of stuff too. We can deal with drama and just move forward. Right, always forward, boo. That's right, because Michelle Obama said that um, when she had her interview with Oprah, uh-huh. she said her mama looked at her and said, girl, you got to keep it moving. <laughs> you got to keep it moving. And that's what we got to do. Uh-huh. Get right or get left. Uh, right. <laughs> These black-ass quotes. <laughs> I know. We both Southern, so it's gonna, we going to always have a quote for something. I just right, said man. to somebody the other day, and they laughed at me, because they were asking, because... They were asking for a whole lot of stuff. And I was like, you know what? You can't come in here with two nickels trying to buy a cheeseburger. And they looked at me like, what did you just say? I said, what I said, what I said. You can't come in here with two nickels trying to buy a cheeseburger. You're asking for too much, for nothing. Right. Do I have to explain everything? Like, that just uses I hate when I have to do that. Like, just use those context clues that you learned about in grammar school and figure it out. Ugh. (laughs) Okay, that's a whole other rant that I don't got time to go on. <laughs> but yeah, but basically what we're saying to y'all is, yes, this year is going to be a rough one, but we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it together and use that energy to be productive. Use that energy to to find a better you. Use that energy to figure out your place in the world. Don't let this hold you back. Make this, Make it kick you forward, basically. Make it count. Yeah. So, in in that case, I think this concludes another episode of Megan Shane. We're glad to be back. Yes. Um, I know it was a fuck ass of a 2016, <laughs> but uh, I see that we're already doing a lot with uh, you know, that new movie called Hidden Fences that's supposed to be coming out. <laughs> I heard it's gonna be good. I'm already. I heard about my ticket. Shoot, I was in it. What you talking about? I, you were in it. I heard that James Earl Jones was in it. What? He's sure. in it. Martin Luther King is in it. You know, it's just all this. <laughs> and the soundtrack is by Migos. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it is. it's about to be lit as fuck. It is. But, 
but if you want to uh, follow us, we're at uh, Megashane Pod or Megashane. You can follow our personal accounts. I'm at Porter Brazaz and Victor is at Wonderband5. Uh, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Give us a like, comment, subscribe. Um, anything else, Victor? Yes, if you are a man looking for another man's company online, if your raggedy ass has discreet in your profile, you will be tossed aside in the garbage. Discreet as in D-I-S-C-R-E-T-E or (laughs) 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 I'm like, okay, so we just gonna have to take this all the way back. Yes. I just can't wait. Like, come on now. Google is all free, yes. all day, 24-7, 365 days a year. True. And put your picture on, too. We are way... Be- if you are past 35 years old, you don't have no picture, you can't get none. I'm just going to put it like that. You cannot get none. <laughs> <laughs> you get no love none. from me. None. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.